You might be asking, what is swill? Well, we'd like to think it's the cheap stuff you breeze by in the beer aisle. Is any of it worth buying? We're Good Swill Hunting, searching for the best of the cheap stuff. We brought together an industry insider, an outsider, and a couple of normal guys to balance things out. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. And pool season continues on this episode. We're sticking with the pool beers because it's warm out. And maybe you're thinking uh, of a nice beach. Maybe you're thinking of the Caribbean. Maybe you're thinking of Victoria. Victoria is what we're trying today. Now, a little uh, stuff we got to get out of the way here. Victoria comes in glass bottle, at least the ones we've purchased. These are 32 ounces, and you definitely can't bring these to girls. Right? You can't. These remind me of something. They, they, uh, Regia? Regia. Regia. This, this should have been done on our Cinco de Mayo episode. I think so. It, it's, we're doing it for the pool because, you know, we're, we're inclusive here and we want to include a lot of varieties for mm-hmm. the pool. So maybe you go to a pool that allows glass, you take this, or maybe you can pour it into something. I got in trouble for bringing glass to our pool. Yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't bring glass to the pool. You definitely can't because people, you know, whoever runs the pool will come down on your heart. But, She's looking at me right now, giving me a My Bubba keg is about 30 ounces. So you could pour it in there. Boom. All right, so we're talking Victoria. On this episode of Good Swill Hunting, uh, let's tell you a little bit about the uh, the beer here in a minute. But I want to talk about some listener feedback. Mm. And one of our listeners, who's also one of our Facebook followers, um, commented on a photo that we had put up when we were talking pool beers. And the pool beer was propped up. I believe it was a Hopping Nomad. Mm. Oh, I the beer, which I was so good. That was what good. a great beer. Uh, and it was propped up there. And Andrew Wilson chimed in and he said. If you didn't spend so much on the cooler, you could buy some good beer. And he's right. Now, the point of the whole show that we're doing (laughs) is is the cheap stuff. But whoever would spend that much on the cooler. Maybe it's because you can buy a nice cooler because you save money on beer. Oh, so Blaine, the guy who actually bought the cooler. Yeah, the the Yeti owner. (laughs) Yeah, it was a Yeti cooler. Elitist. Yes. Blaine, but see, I noticed um, it was a gift, and it was purchased for Moi. You notice he has the most expensive mic of all of them, too, that we're using. <laughs> no, no, the host does. <laughs> we're getting into some inside baseball here. Uh, yeah, it, it was interesting, but it made me think. Coolers. I mean, coolers can range from the cheap stuff you, you get down at the store, or you can get the fancy stuff at some specialty store. Those Ozark Trail things at Walmart? Mm. He's it's pretty good, but in the you know, and we did respond to his comment because you know we we take our our listener <laughs> feedback, and I said, or one of us said, maybe it was me, I think it was, um, that you could totally we could do it we could do a show on these knockoff coolers oh. because there's so many out there. So it made me wonder, what cooler do you use? Because you know everybody's got a cooler, Matt. I know you've got several. Now I've got. Uh... <laughs> My my regular day to day cooler, my little red one, you know that goes in the car with me if I what need to keep beer cold brand. during work. Um, but I've also got my go to the beach cooler, which is a big blue igloo that I bought more than a decade ago. It's yeah. cracked across the top, and you can see its little foam stuffing in there. Nice. It's kind of like my old teddy bear when I was growing. Why, up. <laughs> Why do you keep using it? Because you just nostalgia? Just because it's I cuddly. That, I don't like to it's go to this. Like cool, I don't like to go shopping for things. <laughs> yes. But it still, it still keeps things cold, right? 
Yeah, it, it keeps things cold. Why replace it? For, for, the, for the speed he drinks it, it keeps it cold. Right. Right. Is that how? Well, <laughs> I, I've been scoping out a new cooler though. I'd been laying on the side of the road on my drive to work. Every day, so. <laughs> I mean, if nobody claims that in a week, it's mine. It's all yours. Plunge keepers. Brian, what about your cooler? I got a Titan, um, and I bought my first one uh, years ago from Costco. It was a smaller one, held just enough beer for my wife and I uh, mm-hmm. going to the pool. Once the the boy came around, and we needed to put in the crustables, the juice boxes, the popsicles, it wasn't big enough. So we bought a larger one off of uh, Amazon, and we bought the it's it's soft on the outside, but the hard shell. And funny enough, I went to sit on it right before we recorded this podcast. Yeah, it does not hold my. Wait, my wife's going to be pretty pissed when she sees it later on. <laughs> You're getting a new one, huh? Yeah, we're going to be getting a new one, uh, second one in a year. <laughs> and then Fancy Boy Blaine, you got the Yeti, right? You can, you can sit on my Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's got a bear-proof seal. Bear-proof? Yeah. It can hold ice for 42 days. Yeah. How'd you end up at Florida State if you have a Yeti? That's more of a Miami thing. Yeah, you know what? We're, fan, we're fancy oh, at Florida State. and uh, you know, Love your Florida, crab legs there. Florida's hot. We do. And we give them out for free. Yeah. Or just grab from the store for free. <laughs> uh, yeah, Yetis are nice. I got two. And I want to get a smaller one. Because, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> That's I, money. I, I swear two. by them. I, In I case think, the power goes out and needs to keep everything cold yeah, for weeks. Yeah. So, when you start getting down to the cups and stuff, I think you can start having real debates on quality and, and what's worth spending more money on. But I, I think... Yeti's got the cooler department on lock. So why is that? Okay, I don't own one, and I'm too cheap to buy one, but what is the appeal? Why do you want a Yeti? Well, they're heavy as hell, so when you pick them up, they hurt your back. Oh, um, okay, give me a positive. That's no, not... no, they do keep dice, uh, you know, together much longer. Uh, you know, so what do you mean they're much longer? Solid, you know, I beat the crap out of that thing. I honestly think if I had another cooler with what I put that one through, it would it would be like Matt's cooler with I, the stuffing out, you know. But maybe that's what makes it special. But my Titan, I won't empty it when we get home from the pool, and the next day there's still ice in it. Yeah. So what do you mean by? I assume people who buy Yetis have a boat and they need an extra seat. And that's the perfect. Uh, yeah, because right. we just and established that's the whole, one, of, one of mine is an extra seat. <laughs> it's an extra the seat. They're yeah. sturdy. So they, they are, are sturdy. strong. Yeah. But we're talking like week long. It'll keep the ice for like a week. Why do you need to keep ice for a week? <laughs> I don't know. When I'm on vacation, I take the cooler. When, when he's out on the water with his bosun. I mean, if you didn't spend so much on your cooler, you could afford a vacation place with electricity. I could say it was a gift. Oh, man. Both of them? Well, look, I just have a I just have a boat. Titan as well, but it's the backpack version with the invertible nice. cooler thingies. It's great. When, it works. I will How, say the Yetis Costco. are so crazy expensive. I'm yeah. going to look at options, though, because yeah. they're ridiculous. Like Arctic, which is the knockoff version. Look, this is good swill hunting, so we should maybe do a cooler episode. It's going to sponsor us. <laughs> there we go. How many, right. how many beers can you put in your backpack? Well, uh, wow. I think that I've done... 24. Nice. So it works. And I don't even need to put ice in it, which is I like. But all right, let's let's start out with good swill advertising. Let's get this show on the road. I want to tell you a secret. Shh. It's a big one. 32 ounces big. Victoria. Vienna style beer. It's really good, guys. Seriously. These guys might not get it, but I know you do. Try it for me, would ya? Because everyone likes the V. Victoria Beer, it's our secret. 
So if that doesn't make you want to try Victoria. I want to go to Mexico Victoria, right now. I don't know what would make you want it. Man, <laughs> I'm just, just fantasizing about being on a Mexican beach. I know. I'll tell you what. All right, so let's talk with, about with it. Victoria. Victoria. This is by Grupo Modelo from Mexico, 4% ABV. It's a Vienna lager. Light, smooth, clean, sweet, malty. There's a 3.14 score is the overall rating and on the tap. Uh, someone said it's better than Corona. So hmm. we'll see. Can we drink this thing? It's three sixty nine for a 32-ounce bottle, 11 cents an ounce. We poured ours in solo cups. And while we take our... Are we supposed to put limes in it now? Well, we're going to do... We, If you were with us with the uh, Cinco de Mayo episode, you know that we talked about limes. And we brought limes. So we will try without limes first. And then we'll, um, we'll put the limes in. So that changes the, f- the flavor. Now... We're going to start uh, taking our sips, and Blaine will describe the bottle for us. It's a big one, Blaine. Very colorful. It's white and yellow. Victoria. Made in Mexico. Hecho in Mexico. Cerveceria uh, <laughs> Modelo Mexico. One quart. Man. 32 fluid ounces. It's a big one. What do we got? This is another simple bottle, just like uh, Regia. But very, uh, it is a yeah, lot. It like is. It. Um, I will say... You know, this looks a little more, little more decorative. It is. You got the yellow and the oh, white. Oh, I, I got to look at the details here. We got a king Please. on it. We got a king. There is. There's not a just a pictures. crown, but a whole king with a crown, and we've got what looks like coins on the left and right of the king. Because that's all you're going to be paying for it. And, and, and just so you know, <laughs> it's a big bottle. It is a big and it's a big bottle. All right, we've you, all had a chance. Before we go any further, let's start with first sip impressions. You said it. It's time for First Sip Impressions. This First Sip Impression is brought to you by Beer Guys Radio, the craft beer podcast and talk radio show covering the world of craft beer with interviews, news, and new brews. Available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. We're going to start today. We usually go with Matt on the first sip, but we're going to start with Brian because Brian had his first sip and he's making weird movements with his eyebrows. So I'm very curious what his thoughts are. Needs a line. I mean, this is... Not palatable. Uh, can I put a lime in it now? Like, I have my first two sips without a lime. I think it's, we, can, we can go with that. Yeah. Ooh. So your impression is not palatable? No. No. And I'm, I'm, I'm surprised because... Get a squeeze it before you put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Dig it out. Our Whoa, assistant what's going, what's has been going on? dropping wow. limes in. Our bartender here... Um, Censored. Yeah. But my wife raved. My wife raved about this beer. So I was pretty excited to try it. excited about it. She uh, did a lot of uh, travel to Puebla, Mexico for work. And this is the beer they drank in Puebla, Mexico. Mm. And it was unpalatable. So now I got my line. All right. So do that. Matt, what's your line? Matt, Oh, so much better. Yeah. uh, I'm on a beach in Mexico. Oh my gosh, it's amazing what that does. Man, I, I have not surprised. added the lime to mine yet. I didn't mind the first sip. It's got a little skunkiness to it. I didn't mind it. You're big on skunkiness. I, I'm, that is your thing. I'm a big fan. Yeah. So first sip, not too bad. Yeah, I mean. Do you even want a lime? I don't think so. Cause You're if, barbarian. If, if yeah. I remember, like, with the regia, I did not care for it with the lime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but True story. So, and I've actually had a couple of bottles of Regia since we taped that episode. And everybody has. It is a great beer. It's not bad. Except for me, because no one bought me a bottle. Sorry, Blaine. Uh, What's your first sip impression? I'm curious. Uh, It's got a funky aftertaste on the first sip. 
I remember Zia being much more smooth. Yes, um, for she was. And this has got like a, a punch to it, but it's not a huge turnoff on the first sip. I'll right. Say. It, it, it needs a line. I um, agree. Brian's right. I will say Regia was smooth through and through. Mm-hmm. Victoria has an aftertaste and a watery start. And fin- it's a it's a it's more watery than I think the Regia, which I think honestly we could say Regia is probably the comp on this. In now, my in my opinion, now I would drop the comp in as um, Negro Modelo because Regia was more. Of now, if you recall, a lighter we said lager. That Modelo was the comp for Regia. Negro Modelo. Oh, the that, dark which is, one. Yeah, right. That's going a into the soap kit. Yeah, oh, that's wow. a Vienna lager like this. Um, Regia wasn't the Vienna I've lager. I've never had Negro Modelo. I don't think I uh, maybe really. I have. I have to check my untapped account. All right, so would you say the appearance though it is darker? It's, it is a darker than uh, Regia. Would you call it caramel color? Yeah, it's like a caramel oh, color. Yeah. It looks like you know coke, copper, copper, coke. reddish brown. What's yeah. the, what's the style got to though, man? What should we be drinking here uh, or tasting? Know, a malty aroma with a slight malt sweetness. I'm definitely getting the malt sweetness. Okay, um, malt aroma and flavor should have a notable degree of toasted and or slightly roasted malt character. I get the toasted. Oh, it's funny. This is one of the first descriptions you've given me where I'm like, I can see all of that. This, they've <laughs> nailed the Vienna lager. Um, what are we going to open this brewery, Brian? So, um, you know... Are we leaving the country? Well, yeah, we're going to Mexico. Right, we didn't know that already. Go, let's, let's go. go. Yeah, we're, we're in Mexico for this, baby. In Germany last week. Yeah, um, so... <clears throat> The brewery industry in Mexico started in the 1540s, but it really didn't take off. It was off and on, off and on, off and on until 1864. Um, um, There was an influx of German immigrants to Mexico, um, and that was during the short-lived Second Mexican Empire, where Emperor Maximilian I of the House of Habsburg ruled. Can I... Can I say that uh, Maximilian came from where my family grew up in Italy? Nice. Yeah. Italy? Trieste. He used to be part of Austria. Maximilian uh-huh. was the ruler there. Yep. And he left to go r- rule Mexico. Yep. Sorry. That's just, wow. Yeah. No, and, and he loved and Vienna lagers. <laughs> and so he brought with him a brewer who brewed him his Vienna-style dark lagers. He brought the brewer. I love this history. And Victoria was brewed for the first time by Cerveceria Toluca they killed Maximilian in Mexico. Kept his beer. Hey, Sorry. I'm not there yet. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Who's telling this story? Lane back off. <sighs> Damn Seminoles. I'm excited about this one. Uh, no, but he... Um, but... Victoria was first brewed by Cerveceria Tolucua, uh, Tolucu, uh, Tolucua, yeah, we'll go with that one, in Mexico, by a Swiss named Augustine Merendez. That was in 1865. Maximilian, as uh, Blaine already said, was uh, uh, executed in 1867, but the the style of beer lived on. Um, God rest his soul. Yeah, and, and so let's go back to that brewery, Cerveceria Toluca. They are no longer, they don't exist. They are part of the uh, Grupo Modelo um, oh, history. So, bought up or what? Yeah, they were bought up. So that's a lot of you know, what I want to talk about here is not necessarily their history because I couldn't find anything on Toluca, but I found a lot on Modelo. So, Cerveceria Modelo was founded in 1925. In 1928, they were producing both Modelo and Corona brands, and they sold 8 million bottles a year. That was in 1928. That's a lot of cerveza. Um, 
Negro Modelo was launched in 1930, which is really interesting that that's the comp that we're using. So this is a little less expensive version. I mean, not much less, but a little bit less expensive. In 1933, they began, uh, Grupo Modelo began exporting to the U.S. They bought uh, Cerveceria Toluca in 1935. And that was kind of their MO, is they bought regional breweries and brought them into their empire. Um and, and that's kind of the way the Mexican beer industry has trended. Um, so fast forwarding from 1935 to 1997, uh, Modelo opened the world's largest brewery in Mexico, uh, which I thought was pretty fascinating. In 2013, they sold to AB InBev. Um, today in Mexico, there are two main breweries. You have Grupo Modelo, owned by AB InBev, and Cerveceria. There's a lot of letters there, um, but they are the one that brewed Tecate that we talked about earlier. They're owned by Heineken, and those two uh, breweries brew 90% of Mexico's beer. Wow. Really? But this particular recipe has been around, this Victoria, for 150 this, this years. This is not a nice. part of Modelo, Modelo. No, it's owned by Grupo Modelo. Grupo, Grupo right, Modelo. Right, which is the overall company uh, that owns Corona, your Modelo, um, oh, okay. Victoria. Okay. And so pretty much any brand you see that is exported to the U.S. from Mexico is owned by one of those two breweries. Interesting. All right. Let's get something uh, cleared up with Matt here because Matt was the purchaser of the uh, Victoria for us. And he found this next to Regia, same store where it was purchased. And Matt, was this on sale? It was not on sale, but this it was, was the price. That was the price was three sixty nine. That's what it rang up at the register. Thirty cents cheaper, cents. thirty cents cheaper than the Regia that I bought in the same trip. I bought three of these Victorias and three Regias. The Regias were three ninety nine. These are three sixty nine. So okay, so you mm. might find Victoria at your local grocer or wherever you buy your beer in cans or bottles for more. So it's cheaper to go with the big guy. This is the power play by right here. Power play. Is that what it is? Yeah. You want to go with the big boy. 32 ounces. Fits in your bubble keg. Especially by the pool with a glass. Yeah. Well, you just pour it over by the cooler. Don't walk around with it. Pour everybody some cup. Blaine's pouring it in his Yeti tumbler. (laughs) So, yeah. So, you you want to go with the big guy because it's cheaper. I mean, I think everybody has... We polished up at least two of these guys already. I'm, I'm ready for another. Two quarts. Yeah, we got so a whole other quart here. It, like it, some it, more. You want to just do the ratings with our impressions with the lime because we, we didn't talk about it with the lime too much. Well, yeah, and that, and that's what we'll do here with the final one. I'm, I'm just filling up Matt here because he He's looks boring. thirsty. Um, yeah, so you're looking at that. Like business. He's looking at that sweaty Victoria. He's watching, like. he's watching John pour that. And he's like, talking about the bottle, folks. Look, you spill it. We've talked about the brewery. We've talked about our first sip impressions. It's time for last call. All right, last call here. Let's talk about what we think. We want to know, would you drink another one of these? Is this in your good swill arsenal? I mean, we want to know what you guys would rate this. We're using the untapped ratings. So, Matt. You have been studying this bottle. I would actually say caressing it. You've been caressing this bottle as you've been drinking out of that solo cup. Give me your last call impressions. Well, I'm going to tell you this right off the top of the bat. Um, it's 4%. It's, so, yeah, it is low. That's why yeah, it's a pool beer. I, I saw that too. And, you know, it'd be perfect for one of those days when you really want a beer and you want to fill up on beer without getting too twisted. 
you know, I drink a five, nine every day for breakfast. So it's true. You know, you give me a 4% and it's like, oh, okay. Near beer. Got to wash on the bacon. I would start the day with this. (laughs) (laughs) I start my with coffee. Yeah. Well, that's what I actually start with. He's got hair in his chest. I I brew, I brew coffee and I take a beer and I drink my first beer while I wait for my coffee to cool down. But uh, so at four percent, yes, I would drink this again. Um, I'm not going to go out of my way to get it, but if I'm, I'm just, I'm just laughing at the coffee. You see, you drink a beer while you have a coffee. We can't just, we can't just, we can't just, we can't let that slide. Like really, you're just going to move on from that. Listen, we've we've been over this. He enjoys his beers. That's a true story, Matt. That is a true story. <laughs> so, what do you think of like a, a coffee stout or a coffee IPA? I thought it was tongue in cheek. No, no that's, that's, a, that's how my morning started okay. at seven forty-five. All right. Wait, I, with I, the, with I love the you, bro. Beer with a coffee back. Bush ice. Yeah, bush ice. Okay. With the coffee back. So you would not replace this as your coffee uh, brewing beer? No. Waiting for it to brew. I mean, uh, even with the lime. I didn't use a lime. I don't. I don't care for the lime. No me gusta. So, all right. What's your rating on this one? I'm gonna give it a three. I mean, it's all right. Yeah, I, I like it. Hey, pool beer lens. It's a pool beer. Remember, we're talking about whether or not you should bring it to pool. Don't <laughs> start your day with it. <laughs> well, you know, because it's in the glass jar. No, yeah. I wouldn't take it to a pool. Right. Um, Maybe the beach. I might take it to the beach yeah. if I could keep it in my cooler, yeah. my, my beat up igloo. Might be a little something different, you know. Yeah. And if I had a red solo cup to drink it yeah. out of, or Still one of those free? fancy new aluminum disposable. I've seen these. What yeah, the hell is that? Talk about those. I don't know. We'll have to get some and try. Cans. I mean, you're gonna pour from glass bottle to can. Basically, it's a new aluminum disposable. You know, cup companies wanted to sell me one. <laughs> so you're sticking with a three. I'm gonna stick with a three. Uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, it's a decent enough beer. It's just four percent. Just not. It's not gonna light my fire, baby. <laughs> All right, little Jim Morrison going over here. <laughs> All right, Brian, what are you what are you thinking? You know what I'm thinking. I get a, a plasticky aftertaste on it. That mm-hmm. and whether I'm at the pool, you sure or, that's not the cup. <laughs> could be the cup. I don't know. Maybe you need an aluminum cup. Uh, maybe it was my bartender didn't wash her hands before she dropped that lime in there. I don't know. <laughs> but. Um, I, I get a plasticky aftertaste that, pool or not, is just not acceptable. Um, today at the pool, I was slamming Dos Equis with a lime. So um, I would rather have those over this. Um, yeah. I would rather have a Negro Modelo after the, over this. I would have a Dos Equis Amber or Dos Equis Lager. So I'm going to drop it a two, just, you know. Wow. Because it's not terrible, but. He, he likes it, hard seltzers more than he likes the Victoria. No, I gave a two to the hard seltzer. <laughs> Okay. They're in the same boat. Same boat. Okay. All right. Last call, Blaine. This got much better with the lime. Did it? And Brian, I'm sorry for interrupting your story. Uh, (laughs) He's still glaring at you. uh, Yeah. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's pretty good. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Wow. Wow. Just because... To me, it's it's very easy to drink. It tastes pretty good. And, you know, yeah, you can just chill out and drink this. I agree. So so here's the deal. It's a pool beer, right? It's 4%. So you could break this thing out of your Yeti and Bland's case or Titan or your broken Igloo. igloo. Um, and you could, you could share it with people. Now, here's what I would say. It's got a little... 
what I would call static to it, where it messes with your tongue. There's a weird taste to There's it. There's definitely like uh, like that weird punch to it that, yeah, that Regia did not. It's have. almost like the I don't know I don't know. It's almost like the carbonation messes with your tongue with the taste. What I would say is the lime helps it, but I think I would go with a different beer over Victoria. And it's also a little heavy for the alcohol content. You're it's right. It's only a four percent. But it tastes but, like but it should it have more. It tastes heavier than that. And maybe that's what they're going for. I don't know. But but, but it's drinkable. I mean, I, think, I don't think it's... Yeah, it's yeah. it's a drinkable can, can, 4% yeah. beer, but I'm going to put it at a 275. I'd rather have Victoria's Secret. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Most people probably Maybe would. a halter top. <laughs> well, Matt, you're known for the halter top. It had to be brought up with a beer called Victoria in this episode. <laughs> yeah, halter I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this is not a Victoria's entry into our mm. Goodswill categories. I would say try it. See what you think. Or or don't try it based on our review because that's what we're here for. I want to know. We're American working think. men. We are American I, working men. I think men. you should try it. We should you should you should taste it. But you know what else you should do? You should stay tuned because next week we're gonna give you the 311 in the form of a 211. Oh, oh no. Yes, we are. <clears throat> we are going. Do I have to two, be here for this? You will be here for it. And you will sit there and enjoy it. We're going. I'll with sit the, here. We're doing the two one one. We're the two eleven. I don't know. You gotta say say what it is. You can't just say two eleven. It is the two one one or two eleven steel reserve. Oh, high gravity. Some say malt liquor. Some say it isn't. We're gonna go over all of that next week. On Good Swill Hunting, you do not want to miss this I can't episode. wait to see the style guide on that. I can't. <laughs> You're going to bring it to us. We'll see you then.